now that is what we were doing okay all right well how you feeling uh kind of better you were a little sicky over the weeky i was sick the entire week like i said last night was the first night i didn't wake up with a fever hmm. yeah it's been rough and i think it was the flu I'm not sure did you puke no did you poop I mean, like a lot. Like, was it like a stream of poop coming no. on? But no, okay. no, no, I think you're fine. fine. You're probably fine. Yeah. Um, it's just one like the flu is weird because it's one of those things that like you should wake up and things hurt that you don't know they hurt. Like it hurt to look up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like my, I, like I said, I said my eyes hurt. And she, and man, I was like, wait, your eyelids hurt? I was like, no, my eyeballs. Like the my eyes. The motion of they my hurt. Eyes. Like yeah. it hurts to look at things. Mm. Like so, it was rough, and that I worked sucks. the entire week. That wow, you worked the whole week while being under the weather. The entire week. Hmm. Something tells me that that's going to come up later in this episode. It probably will. Hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. a little bit of foreshadowing for you. Um, well, I'm glad you're over your flu-like symptoms. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ed's living room. You're listening to State Your Take. With Ed and Aaron. Uh, another week. Yeah, how was your week? My week was great. Was it? Yeah. That's it? That was it. <laughs> no, this week sucked, dude. This week <laughs> sucked a whole lot. Um, but I think it got better towards the end. Once the... Uh, the weight of stress started to, um, you know, dissipate from my job and from, you know, just, I guess, these allergies that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, whatever. I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm still here. I'm still strong. Hey, the uh, the coach from the movie that's uh, Remember the Titans. Remember Boom. Yeah. He passed yeah. away this week. Yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. that guy. Yeah. Um, so thanks for thanks for being who you were. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, oh, my bad. My bad for every everybody for the podcast being late last week. That was totally on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Miami. I we recorded early. I had every intention on editing the episode before I left and having it uploaded and scheduled to go while I was coming back. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't I, make clips. Just to let you know, I learned that's going to be late at the same time you all learned it's going to be late. <laughs> on the exact same time. That's totally on me, dude. I didn't, you know what? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's on me. So, sorry. Sorry about that. I forgive you. I can speak for everyone else. But Thank you. We're cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's a great way to go into the new year with uh, skipping out on the old podcast routine (laughs) but anyway um okay so this week i guess are we just gonna get into it do you have anything else that you want to say top of the show um it's robin season watch your shit oh yeah it's a good point i guess we should mention that it is also um it's the season tis the season to to run them pockets and run them jewels run them pockets and um protect your neck because like um, 
don't know if he'll be mad, but my, my brother got his whole car stolen. Like his whole car. Wait a second, dude. Yeah. You buried the lead with that. This is this happened recently? Yeah, it happened probably like a, like a week and a half ago, maybe. His whole whole car. Fear. Like, yeah. Cause I remember when he texted me, he's like, My car got stolen. And I was like, wait, would they steal? He was like, No, the car. Where was he at? Um, I think he travels a lot, so it wasn't like it was. It was. He was like my mom's house, and like he said, the car was gone. What kind of car was it? So it's like a Jeep Cherokee, a Grand Cherokee. Yikes! Yeah, and then uh, um, Amanda got her car broken into outside of Hell Station. I'm sorry, Bell Station. Mm. Yeah, that's not as surprising. That area is. But like a it's tricky. a she parked on a busy street though. That's the thing. Like their cars coming on the street all sure, the time. Yeah. And what they take out of her car though? Her bag. One of her bags. Yeah, see, it's a real quick smash and grab. You don't yeah. have too much time for that. Yeah. Here's the thing about stolen cars, and I can tell you this as an authority, because I am from New Jersey and I am from the state which has the highest rate of stolen vehicles in the nation. Uh don't buy a car that everybody has. Don't buy yeah. a Toyota Camry. Don't buy a Hyundai Elantra. Don't yeah. buy a Jeep Grand Cherokee because those are the cars that have high street value because no matter what, you can always sell those parts, okay? Yeah. You can get those parts. You can strip them down. And if you have a really nice car like a Mercedes or a BMW or a uh, – what's another nice car? Um, Tesla. Uh, those are the cars that get boosted. The VPN gets scratched off. They get shipped into a box, and then they get sent over to Dubai. That's what happens. So buy the cars that nobody else really wants. Buy the Kia Optimus. <laughs> buy the, uh, um, I don't know. What's, uh, they sell like Daewoo's? No, but that would be a good car to buy. I saw a DeLorean on the road the other day. Wow. Buy a DeLorean. Do it. Or a, they make Saabs. Make a, yeah, buy a Saab. A Saab. Built from jets. Or a Buy a, uh, a Subaru. Subaru is actually really good buys. Yeah. They don't, people don't, I don't see many people with Subarus. No, but stay safe out there, everybody. Like, be, f- like, be for real. Keep your head up. Yeah. And keep your hands up. We'll get into that too later. Um, but this week, and it was really ironic that this news broke on the same week that Watchmen ended the season, possibly series finale for that show. You could really, yeah, you could really like end it on that one. Yeah, if you wanted to. You could really, you really could, or you could open it up to another s- slew of stories, um, sure. depending on the direction. Which I, I, Damon Lindoff is the showrunner and the writer, and he said he has no really plans really has no plans to continue this story that's fine as for right now that's fine he did a great job yeah he did but there was a mass grave found possibly linked to the 1921 uh tulsa race massacre Mm. um and it was found this week so scientists in oklahoma are one step closer to finding possible evidence wait hold on a second i didn't even do it right I haven't done this in a while, so I've really lost my form on it. But if we're going to do it, this is going to be the last podcast of the year. we got to do it right. got to do it right. So it right. Dateline! Possible mass grave found from 1921 Tulsa race massacre found. That For decades, right. it was hush, hush. That feels right. Thanks. Yeah. I felt better. I felt really good. 
Scientists in Oklahoma are one step closer to finding possible evidence of mass graves linked to the deadly race massacre of 1921. Researchers in Tulsa used ground-penetrating radar to survey two sites and found irregularities that could be consistent with large-scale burials. The neighborhood of Greenwood was known as Black Wall Street. Restaurants, grocery stores, and tailors were all black-owned businesses. In 1921, a white mob burned much of the Tulsa neighborhood to the ground, and some may say as many as 300 black residents were killed. Almost forgotten by history, the city is trying to uncover the past and heal the wounds. Photojournalist Kevin Kevin Ross said that he is grateful that a tragic little-known part of Tulsa history is now coming to light. Now, there were people on Twitter when Watchmen premiered that were what that saw that opening scene of the Tulsa race riots and thought, oh, they made this up. Yeah. But I can't even really fault them for that because I didn't learn about this in school. I don't know about if you guys did. I learned about it in um I went to TSU, so I learned about it there. Okay. That's college. Yeah. High school though. It's HBCU. Did, did you learn about it in yeah, NSHBC. Did you learn about it in high school? No, no, of course not. But did you learn about the Civil War in high school? Of course you did. Did you learn about the Revolutionary War in high school? Yes. Did you learn about the War of 1812 in high school? Why, yes. Yes, I did. So it just, it's not, I'm grateful that we have this piece of media, this piece of entertainment that was so engaging and it kind of really captivated people <laughs> and on this level. And it also taught people something. Because, again, Damon Lindoff said, he learned about this, and he was like, "Why don't I know about this?" He's like, "This is this is something that more people need to be need to be knowledgeable of." So he decided, <laughs> in just a series of events, it's a really great interview he did with uh, Mark Bernardin of the uh, Fat Man on Batman podcast, and he basically just said, "I'm going to take this opportunity that I have to take a story about Watchmen, and also use it as an opportunity to tell the story about this race massacre that happened in 1921." I can tell you a simple reason why you don't know about this stuff, though. Educate me, Ed. History's written by the victors. Mm. Are you trying to tell me that the white man was victorious in history? I don't, I'm not even saying the white man. What like, are you trying to tell me, I'm telling brown people, man? I'm telling the people that are possible that are in that are responsible for writing history, but choose what goes in and what gets left out. Mm. So. You know, yeah. you might not know about the Tulsa race rides or things like that because it may just be, they may just say, hey, you know what? You should just leave that out. You know, yeah. what you know about that part. Just go ahead and erase that. I mean, uh, there, there's... <clears throat> Had a little, little caught in the throat. I'm going to have to edit that out. Or maybe not. I don't know. Um, they, they, I think that they said... Somewhere I didn't read it in this article, but there was there was another article that I read about this where they said that they reported about thirty seven deaths in the riots. Um, those are the just the ones that they let out. Yeah, something not, something around thirty or thirty like, somewhere between thirty and forty. Probably probably they probably had like they just like let's let's cross out these zeros. Yeah, they got the three right. So like how many zeros? So like that's a lot of zeros. Let me just go ahead and just thirty seven. Um, cool. <laughs> But do you think that, you know, with the success of Watchmen and the uh, the link that they had between history and fantasy 
and sort of blending those two worlds together in like this real world modern day tale. Do you think that will open up the doors for more pieces of entertainment to sort of bring light to other real life atrocities or real life happenings and, yeah. and make them more, you know, yeah, like, appeasing I mean, for the appetite? They're not the first one. They're not the Watchmen did a good job with it, but not the first entertainment medium do that. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever played Assassin's Creed, but they play with history all the time in that game. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so it's like there are other beams that do that. It's just, um, I hope that more do like take this same step. Which okay, let's play a game. Okay. And I didn't prep you on this, so this is going to be a good. Well, what I'll do my uh, best. What real life event in history, and what intellectual property would you do like if you could blend those two things and make a story out of it what would you do like let's say you could take um oh what was that like you could take like jack the ripper like the case of jack the ripper and like put a uh you know bruce wayne back then and he's like trying to solve the case as like did that happen i think that's a comic already it was. It was called. Uh, I think it was. Um, what is it called? Gotham by Gaslight. Or something yeah. like Gaslight by Gotham or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But that's that, that was, was Assassin's the, Creed too. They did the same thing. Jack the they River. did Jack the River. Mm-hmm. And you had to find out who it was. Well, yeah. All right. Well, then don't take that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you do? That's hard, man. That's I know it's good, right? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so you mean? When you say like, are you talking about like intellectual property, like a like in a comic book or something? You could do comic book, you do movie, you could do a TV show, you could take just any sort of fictional characters. Uh, man, take your time. I'm dying. I clearly there's, am. There's, there's no, there's no rush here. We can edit all of this out. No one will know. I mean. I guess. I wonder how like a real life Black Panther would be in the civil rights movement. Ooh. Would he even care? I mean, he'd have to, right? He's, he's over in Wakanda. I mean, but he's I mean, but he's a um he's still a a symbol of virtue and mm. good. Like if you're gonna put him in the they beat him, he has to. What Otherwise, did, what's the point? What if you did Captain America during the Civil Rights era? That also that also that also just Cause think about that, right? So yeah, yeah. when Cap goes back in Endgame and has to return all the stones back in time, like what's stopping Cap from going back and just yeah? Because like, like you're about the common good. Yeah, this is clearly not good. Yeah. So, but it's also your country, right? Yeah. But you were also frozen in in ice mm-hmm. when that when all that was going down, so you didn't really get a chance to have a say in any of it. Yeah. That also gels. Yeah. That works. There's also there's a, there's also more conflict there because mm-hmm. it's like that actually might work better than Black Panther because there's more conflict there because it's like with Black Panther it's like clearly it's like okay I'm on this side yeah but then it's like with Captain America it's like the right thing versus your country mm-hmm. it's like you're not doing because your country's not doing the right thing it's it's Cap it's the Winter Soldier story it's yeah. Cap figuring out that the organization that he's been wor- a part of working for has been leading him wrong the entire way and he has to make a choice either he fights with or against yeah yeah spoiler alert he ends up fighting against and it's a fucking (laughs) awesome movie um i think i would do um so there's so there's a there's an issue of spider-man 
I think it's the Amazing Spider-Man 62, and it's the 9-11 issue. Okay. And it's all the heroes, <clears throat> all the heroes in New York um, at Ground Zero. And then there's another shot. There's a one particular frame where it's Kingpin and Doctor Doom. They're in the midst of the, the rubble. And Doctor Doom has like a tear running down his face. Like you can see it through the mask. Huh. And that little piece has just like stuck with me for my since since I've read that issue. And I was like, what would Doctor Doom do during a disaster such as that? Because that's something that like like Doctor Doom, like he's he just wants to attain power, right? And he'll do it by any means necessary. And if the world happens to come into some sort of like apocalypse, then so be it. But for that moment, you kind of thought like, well, maybe Dr. Doom, he only, uh, he doesn't want to see like humans destroy each other. He doesn't want to see like humans kill each other. Like he just kind of wants to get rid of the Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really want to see the damage that humans can do to one another. So I'm wondering, like, let's say it's 912. It's the day after. And Dr. Doom is just like in his lair and he's just like sitting there and he's contemplating. He's thinking about like what's been going on. And he's like, maybe, maybe I just need to like help out. Maybe I turn over a new leaf. Maybe I devise this, develop this system, or I develop this plan to, you know, help implement some sort of safety strategy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not smart enough to think about it. But like, what if we take the villains after that kind of disaster, like Kingpin, Doctor Doom, um, uh, I don't know, Red Skull, whoever's in New York at the time. And we're just like, okay, you guys can either be villains right now or you can help us clean this mess up and get this shit back to normal. Yeah. I know it's not like the best idea, but that's always something that I've wanted to see. Like, That'd be kind of cool. I mean, cool. just that. It, I guess the response. Or you to- can do it with DC. You can do it with like Superman. And like everybody's yelling at Super. Everybody's mad at Superman. Like, why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you stop this? Kind of like they did with Dr. Manhattan and Watchmen. It's like, you could have the power to do all this stuff and you're not doing any of it. Like, what the fuck is your problem, bro? You know what I'm saying? We spent way too much time on that. But anyway, watch Watchmen. Um, and shout out to Regina King, man. She should get some some serious noms for this. Yeah. Like, they sold me on the fact that she's a super like she's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, you should at least watch these four episodes just because of that alone. And you watched the last one, right? Oh, yeah. I watched all of it. Okay. It's great. Oh, she kicks ass in this. She kicks a lot of ass in this. So, speaking of superhero TV shows. Dateline! Orlando Jones alleges racial racial bias led to American Gods Season 3 firing. Orlando Jones' character, Mr. Nancy, was a fan favorite on American Gods, but neither he nor Mousa, is it Mousa or Musa? Musa. Is it Musa? Musa Creatius Jin will appear in season three of the Stars show. Both actors tweeted that they would not be returning for season three over the weekend, and Jones claims he was fired for, quote, sending the wrong message to black America. Jones, who became a series regular in season two and also wrote and produced that season, published a video alleging that Charles Igley, the showrunner for the Fremantle-produced series and upcoming third season, didn't want his character's, quote, angry, get-shit-done attitude. Quote, the white man sits in his decision-making chair, and I'm sure he has many black BFFs 
Maguire his advisors and made it clear to him that if he did not get rid of that angry god, Mr. Nancy, he'd start a Denmark Vesey uprising in this country. I mean, what else could it be? Jones said in a video published on Twitter Saturday. Um, okay. First off, we got to start off by saying shout out to Orlando Jones because he started off being the uh, seven up guy spokesperson and parlayed that into a full-fledged acting career. I forgot Mad TV too. Was he on Mad TV before or after seven up? Wait, well, when was seven up? Seven up. That had to have been like late nineties. Oh, I think it might've been the same time. Maybe. I think maybe he got seven up first and then, or maybe he got mad TV and then he moved into seven up. But anyway, he, I know him as a seven up guy. I didn't really watch mad TV. I was more of an SNL guy, but good point. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He would. They yeah. said that he wrote the second, the whole second season. Yeah, wrote and produced the whole second season. And read it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's great. What are you laughing at? I just googled a picture of Charles Ugly. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he? Is he more like Charles Ugly? I mean, his name, his last name suits it, but it's just what he's wearing. Oh, does he look like an egg? No. Uh, Oh, uh, do, you, do you remember what happened? Like, you hear he told him, do you hear about what he told Orlando Jones? He was saying that uh, that he's going to, that he, Charles Eggley, mm-hmm. 66, year old soul, 66 year old white man, can say, I'm going to write from a black man's perspective. He told this to another black man. And then when you see his picture. Yeah. 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 No, I see it. It it, it, it matches, right? Oh, yeah. It, it matches. It, it plays. Yeah. It plays. It, it plays for Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, geez, what do you think? State your take. The caucasity to be able to tell a black man that I can I can handle writing from a black man's perspective. Okay, I go, how? You gotta have like a lot of money. Yeah. And no one tell you shit, yeah. To be able to like just to pull that statement off, yeah. But we are talking about Hollywood, you know. It's, no, like let's not let's not try to rationalize this in any way. Um, yeah, no, like Hollywood's batshit, but that doesn't make it okay. Like it's all just batshit. Like I'm not gonna say, oh, cause Hollywood, no, cause y'all are fucking crazy. It's just crazy. You okay. can't say that to people. Okay, great. Yeah. I I 100 agree with you. It's yeah, but. We also we also live in a world where there's a TV show called This Is Us, uh-huh. and one of the pivotal characters on that show is a black guy, uh-huh. and he has a black wife, okay, and black kids. That happens, and then his character is written by a white guy. Okay, so do you think it's really that egregious that another? white guy in Hollywood sees that and thinks, hmm, seems simple enough. I can do that. And it's a little out of pocket for him to say that. I think the part where it got out of pocket is when you had a black man doing that already and you fired that black man and replaced him with yourself. It said that I can do this better than the black man doing it. Oh, see, Ed, that's why we brought you on board. To bring that logic thinking to the show. Yeah. It's a great point. It's not because it's not because I, I get that if you're 
I get that there have been writers on black shows before. I'm not saying that that hasn't happened. Uh-huh. But I'm saying you have a black writer on a black show already. And, you're tell- and you as a white man are telling a black man that I can write this from a better perspective than you can. It's like, the fuck? <laughs> Why do you think... I mean, I haven't seen American Gods. I've only seen the first season. Like it was a long time ago, and I haven't rewatched it. It was the only show on Stars that I that looked kind of interesting, and I haven't watched it. And now I can't watch it. Hmm. I don't think a lot of people are going to watch it. I think this might. Be I mean, Stars time. is a pretty awful network. I mean, it's not a lot of good stuff on there. It's like it's one okay. of the best things they have is like Bernie Macri runs. Yeah, I was gonna say it's okay. I mean, okay. but when your best show was it's like okay. it was like off the air for like I don't know ten or fifteen years, it's not really good for it. So you're not. And it's, gonna a, be watching. And it's a premium network. You have to pay for it. Yeah. So you're not going to be watching American Guy season. Three. I know. Maybe I watched the first two seasons. Yeah. But then I'm just like, oh well, this is where I get. This is my stop. <laughs> Let me off right here. Um. Yeah. I really don't have much else to say about that. You kind of nailed it. It's uh. It's it's pretty. I mean, I just I just don't understand like why you would do like why you would ruin a good thing. Like the show was doing well. It was doing good numbers it was it had good reviews people enjoyed it and then you want to just go and just like ruffle the feathers why because charles egley's a fucking asset that no one can and no one's told him shit about himself like you saw what he was wearing when i just showed you that picture oh yeah no no one no one's here telling him anything <laughs> like yeah. no one's telling him shit listen okay let's just let's just put this out there as a general rule of thumb if there's a grown man wearing a fitted no, cap no not grown old as fuck he's okay, 66 no listen a grown man wearing a fitted cap, tilted to the side, not just like not not like a, a, a you know a nuanced New York tilt. I'm talking about an aggressive tip of a hat. Okay, if it's fitted, if it's at an angle, or if it's backwards, heaven forbid, if backwards, do not listen to anything that person has to say, ever. Yeah. Exactly. It just proves my point. Yeah. I just that saw a photo. A I just saw a photo of him with a hat backwards. He's a cop. He's a cop. <laughs> Get that narc the fuck out of here. Hello, friends. Do you have any marijuana? Get your like, narc ass the fuck out of here. I would like to buy some of your finest crack cocaine. I mean, whatever. What drugs do you have available? Yeah. I was wondering if I could purchase any of your fine uh paraphernalia i love all the drugs just give me all the drugs i'm really not that i'm really you know what here's the other thing about stories like this i don't have the energy to get mad anymore like i don't even have the energy to like even talk shit about this guy because i'm just like i just i'd be mad all the time i can't fuck this guy i mean yeah i can say that but do you really mean it yeah do you really want to say say it with with your chest chest? you say it with your chest fuck that guy okay because it's just it's just not like just because you have money doesn't mean you could just do certain like you can't. Isn't that the only reason to get money so you could do shit? You want to like do good. So things you can run you. up in the blue flame and throw racks at the strippers. Yeah. Isn't that the reason to get money? Hopefully, it's to do good things for the for the, yourself and people that you love. I am doing good things for people and myself and the people that I love. I'm paying these women to get their dreams. You know what I'm saying? Don't you understand that, Mister Stripper Connoisseur? Coming from the person that's never even been to a strip club in this very city. You haven't? Never been to one. Wow. I know. I'm not a strip club guy. I mean. I'm not a strip club guy. Not much. Not much. Of my, not my thing. Not my jam. I mean, I support the arts. Let me be wrong. I support independent entrepreneurs. I support the arts. Don't I, get me wrong. Look, 
I got OnlyFans on my phone right now <laughs> waiting for them to get an app because I hate going to the website. True story. I was in a meeting. <laughs> I was You're in a, a meeting? I was in a meeting. <laughs> I was in a meeting and they were talking about some website and I was like, I volunteered to bring up the f- website on my phone and I opened up my browser and it was on the OnlyFans. And I was like, oh, little quick, just a little dip, Got a quick tap, clear yeah. the browser history and then right. we're good to go. Which, I mean. But I I'll support. S- I support, but it was also. I guess that's to bring me to like my mea culpa. Mm. Yeah, I think earlier on the podcast we we're talking about like what I think we we're talking about. Um, we were talking about people in porn, mm. and we we're talking about that before. Yes, because I guess we talk OnlyFans at um that maybe getting to come to that point. Yeah, and I realize I have no place to tell someone how to earn their money. Mm. I'm like I have no place to tell you that you're losing your dignity. Are we? Are we? Venturing into an edlightenment? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I I have no place to tell someone how to make their money. What brought this on? Let's think about me doing my job. Me doing my job. Like, because I, I said, because I remember saying that you lose your dignity. But, like, yeah. honestly, any job you don't like, you're giving up your dignity in some way, shape, or form anyway. Oh, my God. Look at this growth. He did say that. He was on a, like an early episode. I can't. This too. I bad. said no. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go I ahead. said you can make like. 30, Own me up for it. Oh. I said. I said you can make like thirty k. Uploading videos to yeah. Pornhub if you do like the amateur thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, but you're losing your dignity." Yeah. And I was like, "I said no, that. you're not." I said that. He said that shit. I he did. said it with his chest. Actually, there's a clip on our on our uh, yeah, our Instagram is. page. There you is. can see it. Yeah. So, I said it. No, we're keeping that. I up. said it. No, I said it. Yeah. No, I'm saying I'm owning up to it. I said it. Good. I said it. But I was wrong. Like, I have no place to tell anyone. Like, if you can make money that way and you have no problem with it, I can't tell you shit. Mm-hmm. And no one else will be able to tell you shit. That's like, right. I really shouldn't. And uh, because the thing is, like, we're, if you're out there in the working world working for somebody, you give me a dick up anyway, in some way. Because mm. the theme of this show right here. Stay tuned, folks. It's all going to come to a helm yeah. at the very end. And speaking of Pornhub. They release their annual statistics every year. Did someone ask for these? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't necessarily. It's like a census. <laughs> I don't think so, but I think it's kind of a competition between Spotify and Pornhub as to who could put the most analytics out there according to their user base because they're going head to head right now as far as like the deep dive on stuff. So, so wait, do people have like logins on Pornhub? Yeah, dude. They do. Yeah, they make accounts. Huh? You talking about like accounts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hmm. for sure. Oh. Um, I, I, I never looked for the, the login. I mean, you kind of just in and out. Like you just real spin quick. the wheel. Yeah. Spin the wheel. <laughs> spin the wheel. Get to work and then get out. Forty-two. What is it today? <laughs> Forty-two billion visits to Pornhub this year. Forty-two billion. I say this season sounds low. <laughs> Um, there is currently 1.36 million hours of new content, and that equates to about 169 years of content to watch. It's a lot of fucking. It's a lot. Well, it's probably not all fucking. It's probably other stuff too. Well, we're going to get to that. That's some music videos too. We're going to get to that. count that? (laughs) We're going to get to a lot of weird stuff on here. All right. Not weird. Uh, uh, surprising stuff. Just stuff. The number one search on Pornhub, just wait and listen to... Just sit back and relax. Number one searches on Pornhub was amateur. Okay. Number two, alien. Alien? Because I guess the 
Area 51 thing had people all in a frenzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, number three was POV. Wait, what does what qualifies as alien, though? You know, just like space fucking. Like, so anyone think of, like, a costume on? Yeah. So, really, the Area 51 just drove that up. I, I mean, I can't say that for sure. That was the thing that came to my mind, but I don't know. Well, because I assume that, like, all kind of um, industries have meetings. So I guess I could just imagine the meeting. Okay, okay, guys, aliens really up this year. We got you. We want you to get in your um spacesuits and like it's that would happen. I think that'd be like in a focus group. So, all right. I would never guess that. Um, Apex Legends was number eight on the top searches of 2019, and number ten, Fendom, Femdom. There you go. Um, so. I feel, like a, I feel like it's a classic one, and it's always going to be there for a Femme while. Femdom is always going to be there. Yeah, it's always going to be there. Can you guess the most searched term in 2019 on Pornhub? Just take a guess. Just take a wild guess. You're not going to get it. I, I'm pretty, I was like, I'm not going to get Just it. Just take a guess. Um, Just say anything. Come on, we got to move on. <laughs> Just say something. <laughs> anything. Uh, Eric Trump. I don't know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just said anything. Do you want to guess? For what? The most searched term of 2019. Hmm. No. Japanese. Oh. I wouldn't guess that. Number two, hentai. Number three, lesbian. Number four, MILF. Number five, Korean. Number six, Asian. I feel like Japanese hentai could be like 1A and 1B. It doesn't have to be. I know, but. real people, one star Yeah. Teen. I know. Incest. Um. Stepmom, none of that stuff even made the list. That's, 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 is that growth? I, it may just be development, yeah. Yeah, I mean. All right, here's a good one. Most searched porn stars. Most searched porn stars? Yeah. Do you even know any of their names? Spin the wheel, bro. Spin the wheel. Alexis, Texas. Alexis, Texas was, what number is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Thirteen. Madison Ivy. Not on the list. Number one was Lana Rhodes. Number two. Now, okay. I don't think that this is real. I think she's like fluffing her numbers a little bit. Number two was Mia Khalifa. And she hasn't even been in the game in like years. Well, I remember she, I remember she made a news last year for, well, uh, it may have been this year where mm-hmm. she said she didn't get paid that much. So they may have drove her numbers up too. But she only has like five videos. But I'm saying day. like, she, yeah, but no, she said, I remember she said that she didn't get paid. And that may like, and that may news beyond the porn sphere, so that may have got her numbers up. So yeah, uh, top five was Lana Rhodes, Mia Khalifa, Riley Reed, Abella Danger, and Brandy Love. Yeah, it's all just white noise to me. Um, let's see. Uh, what else is interesting? Do you guys want to know favorite times to watch porn? Uh. Can yeah. I guess? Yeah, yeah you can guess. Uh, yeah, 11 p.m. is a good one. 11 p.m. is number two. Midnight is number one. Uh, the lowest or the b- most below average time to oh, watch. That's pr- I mean, I would guess maybe like um, 9 to 5. 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. Yeah, is going to be. Actually, any time between 2 and 10 a.m. is pretty low. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's where people are working. All right. Now, yeah, here's, here's interesting. We're going to go by country. Um, 
most viewed categories. What do you think the most viewed category in, well, really nor- all of North America is? Asian. No. Generational. No. <laughs> Lesbian. Oh yeah, duh. Damn, that's that was a layup. I missed that. I yeah. Do you do you like lesbian porn? I actually don't. I don't. I don't. It does nothing for me, dude. Yeah, it's not my. It's not my back. It's not really my. It's not my jam. Um, most viewed categories by gender. What do you think is the most viewed cat? What do you think is men's favorite car- uh category? Can we just say lesbian again? Yeah. No. It's no, not. That's not the men's favorite. No, no that's weird. Big boobies. No, Japanese guys. Are you paying attention? Well, I just wouldn't think it would be the same answer. <laughs> Look at the statistics. All right. What is the what is women's favorite category? BBC. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian? Yes. Thank you, Ed. Really? Ed's li- Ed's learning. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, there's a pattern. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it had to go. That's come from somewhere. Um, women's favorite category goes lesbian, popular with women, Japanese, threesome, ebony, amateur, people anal. Love Japanese people like that. Like a lot, a lot. I didn't. I don't, I don't know. Mature hentai milf big dick and gangbang is at the bottom of the list. Uh, men's favorites goes Japanese amateur mature. Some <laughs> <laughs> were three. Yeah. Wow. Milf hentai ebony anal lesbian big tits threesome big dick and transgender. Um, and then it goes to a lot of stuff. Which transgender was what? What's what? Um. Transgender was at the at the bottom. I think that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's in 11. the top ten, though. It's in, it was number twelve. Oh. Um. Let's see. Oh. Top relative categories viewed by women per state by state. Okay. So, what do you think is the uh, the top category viewed by women in Texas? BBC. Mm-mm. Lesbian? No. Latina. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just for shits and giggles, what do you think is the top one in New Jersey? <laughs> Jewish. For men? No. <laughs> for men or uh, for women? For women. Uh, shit. <laughs> You're never going to get it. Just to say anything. Um... Is there a mustache? Oh my god! How <laughs> dare you! How dare you! It's Indian. Oh, it's a high Indian Pakistani uh, population in New Jersey. All right, let me just go through some of the uh, uh, Maine. Come shots. Maine. Maine. The state of Maine. Um, <laughs> Maryland. Smoking is their thing. Uh. Okay. This might Wyoming is tattooed women. I mean, okay. Now I guess that'd be yeah. I'm saying I guess that'd be a, a weird thing in Wyoming. And then Iowa, like what the fuck, bro? Pissing, pissing is number wow. one in Iowa. Okay. That's actually pretty common in general. Oh wow! In Iowa. In general. In general. Oh yeah, you're from you're from uh. You want to guess your home home state? First of all, where's my home state? Indiana. Okay. Corn. No, no, no. Corn. <laughs> Farming. No, not even close. Small tits. Yeah. Small tits. Someone loves. I mean, they, someone loves that man. Um, Look what you got. 
Do you want to guess the devices that people are watching Pornhub on? Their phones. Their phones is, is number one. Yeah. Do you want to guess the game consoles most people are watching Pornhub on? PS4. Yeah. People are watching PlayStation. People are watching Pornhub on our PlayStations, dude. Yeah. You guys are sickos. Oh. You guys are sickos. <laughs> watching Pornhub on the big screen? Why are you looking at me like that, Ed? Why are you looking at me like you're not surprised? I'm not because that's that's console most people have. Oh, that's gross! I'm never yeah. touching your controllers ever again. I don't watch on my PlayStation. I don't want to do that. You. I don't believe you. Why not? Uh, PS Vita. PS Vita is getting nine point one. What? That's my phone. <laughs> you just said phones number one. I have a phone. I'm just saying. PS Vita, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Wii, and Xbox. Why would I risk someone like coming up see this thing on the? If you know nobody's coming home. Yeah, I don't know that. I live, with, I live with someone. All right, here we go. Here's the uh, most search for people and celebrities. I, I'm never, She's I'm, number two. I'm not going to guess that, so I'm not even. You don't want to guess? I'm not going to get it. Belle Daphne? Who the fuck? Not a celebrity. I don't know who that who is. is that? I don't know who that Delphine? is. Delphine? I don't know. She's a social media person. Who? Kim Kardashian was number two. Get out of here. <laughs> Cardi B was number three. Lena the Plug was number four. Ariana Grande. Why are we searching for people that have no... Lena the Plug's a porn star. Who is that? Who are it these says people? social media on here. Well, she does podcasts. But why do they search for people like... That they, they know aren't happening on... That they happening don't on do... Uh, I don't get it. Do they, I don't they have that music videos on? I, I think... I, I Yeah, I've definitely seen a few music videos. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that is more on Pornhub than porn. So... Yeah, there definitely is because now they get into like people searching for like the Joker, Star Wars, uh, they want, Overwatch, maybe, Fortnite, Minecraft, or Apex they, Legends. Or maybe they want these kind of um, porn themed things. Maybe. Um, maybe they want a Joker themed porn. Or yeah. So I mean, and then they go into like they go they go really deep. Like they start showing off like how much traffic was drawn to the site during the Super Bowl and the Golden Globes. This is way less endearing than Spotify's version. I'm just gonna put that out there. It's you think it's lazier? Less, it's way less endearing. Oh yeah, no. It's, it's like because you, you're like, oh, I listen to that, and this is like, oh man, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what y'all's coming to. All right, <laughs> uh, come shots, huh? That's what makes you come, huh? Okay, all right. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Um, mm. Keep up the good work as far as your searches on Pornhub, and we'll look forward to 2020s. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be very interesting too. It'll be very interesting. It'll be a whole new this, decade. This was like I learned a lot. I certainly learned a lot about myself. I don't know myself. what to do with it, but I learned a lot. Yeah, me <laughs> Hey, so uh, last week, your boy, what's his first name? Usman. Kamaru. Kamaru? Usman. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Because you said it right. Kamaru Usman. Beat the bricks off of that boy, Colby Covington. And what do you think? I think it's just very, um, it's karmic that he broke his jaw mm. after just running his mouth. Mm. And he got his jaw broke. Mm. Like I don't know if you could write that better. No, it's it's poetic. It Shakespeare was Shakespeare himself couldn't have done a better job. It was, but um, I don't think I think Colby Covington and like his rise to that point is not really doesn't say much more much about him as it is about us. What do you think? Because the thing about Colby Covington is that before this MAGA shit that he was doing, like he was actually a pretty decent fighter. But I think he, he he's like a six fight win streak. And I think I said this before on the podcast that they came to him and said that we don't know to, we don't know what to do with you and we're gonna drop you. Win or lose. Yeah. Next fight he next fight, um 
he came out, he won, and he started calling people in Brazil filthy animals, hmm. which people hated, but he he got eyes on them. Yep. And he just kept doing that shit. Yep. Like, I th- do I think he went too far? Absolutely. Do I like this shit? No. But I can't say I don't understand it. Do you think that he has a future in this sport? Absolutely. Even with the gimmick of being the uh, the MAGA guy, the MAGA shit got him got him farther than ever just being a fighter alone did. But does it lose some of its luster now no. that he got this shit kicked out of him? Nope. He comes back talking the same shit, hot shit. People get mad and people want to get, see want to see his good job again as a true heel. Yeah, the, that's the uh, the old playbook. People that's the old Ric Flair. Yeah, playbook. people get we're like, oh, he's over. It's like, no, he's gonna come back talking that same hot shit, rocking that red hat again. I he's it, over. He's over in a different way. He's not like his career's not over. He's no. over as far as like he's hot. He's like, still, a, but the thing he's is, he's a draw. He's still a great fighter though. Like he fought two rounds with a broken jaw. Because like if you broke my anything, I'm like I'm clocking out. Like yeah, we're done. Out. Yeah, we're done here. Yeah, like, if I crack a fingernail, I'm, I'm you know, I'm calling it. Just call it. Yeah, I'm done. So he fought two. He fought two rounds with a broken jaw, and I think people missed that because I hate him so much. But I'm saying, like, I don't know why we need to have this kind of, like, beef in a sport where their lives are in line already anyway. Like, I, I don't get this shit. Like, he was a good fighter. You, you don't think that they need to have the whole MAGA versus immigrant thing going on? I don't think it's necessary to, if you're watching a fight. because but, but it does bring eyes to the table. It does. but and, and it does promote the fight. But they're risking their lives anyway. Yeah, but that's not enough for people. And that's, and that's, and I guess a problem. Well, like, what are you watching it for? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think that I think that that's a good point. I think that if you really like martial arts, yeah. if you really study MMA, you can appreciate two fighters rolling around on the ground, not really throwing haymakers at each other, and be like, "Wow, this is really something to watch." Because you see the fight differently than a casual viewer does. I don't think that's the audience that the Dana White is going after. I think Dana White still needs to grow the UFC, so he needs to bring casual people like me into the fold and how you do that you have to do that by creating characters and building stars and creating these storylines that have a uh, a crossover value to them you know what i'm saying yeah i get that but i'm saying that when you walk that line you also you like you're towing a line though because you're because like some of these characters are very incendiary like when you have a character that is offering a drink to a muslim and and and, and calling his trainer a terrorist and like throwing dollies at a bus. Sure. Yeah. And I agree. Do, and like and he and injuring other fighters and ruining a card for it. Yeah. Like you're towing a line when you're making these characters and stuff like that. So I'm saying like when is when is it too much? I think there's a, I think there's room for both. I think you could do both. I think because you have so many fighters, you have so many people that are worthy of being in the UFC. I think you have enough characters, I think you have enough people that you could have your wild card characters that draw the casual fans in and you can have your true to form mat specialists that people who appreciate the sport in a different way can also watch and enjoy i think you can have both i see that but there's something going on right now that makes you that, that contradicts what you're saying because like when for instance the, um the next fight that connor's coming back well, he's fighting um cowboy cerrone right mm-hmm. um cowboy cerrone just got in a fight before with justin gaethje before he before this fight now Justin Gaethje knocked out Cowboy Cerrone in one round. Mm-hmm. In the first round, just starched him or whatever. So Connor comes back after two years being laid off, mm-hmm. right? He's going to fight Cowboy. If Cowboy, if he beats Cowboy, he gets a, a, a rematch for the heavyweight title, white heavyweight title okay. or whatever. No, is it light heavyweight? 
I can't remember what it is, but against Khabib. Okay. Now, how come he gets to leapfrog Justin Gaethje when he beat the same guy? Because he's a bigger star. Because, but that, but that guy's true to form, though, right? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's fair. But I'm, I'm sa- saying if I'm Dana White and I'm trying to bring as much money and eyeballs and attention to my sport in order to build it, I need to bring in the guy or the girl that I know people are going to want to see. And I'm saying, worse. but I'm saying is like they're all on the same card. They're all going to fight the same fight. They're all risking their lives. Mm-hmm. So if there's one guy that's that has said I've done everything to get to this point, yeah. just because this guy has a better story, even yeah. though I've done more than this guy. Listen, dude, you're you're. I get it. I'm telling you, I can pick. I know what Conor McGregor looks like in my head. I kind of know who Cowboy Cerrone is based on other interviews that I've seen. I have no idea who the other guy is, you said. I can't picture the face in my head. Right. That's kind of where you're at with it. And like, I, who do you want to bring in? But I'm saying but I'm you're saying there's a place for it. I'm saying there's not. Oh yeah, no, says, I think that there someone is, gets I think that there is. I think that if you're having a championship fight, then it has to be the stars. You have to be the stars because that makes I think it has to be the people that are up for the belt. No. Like that's what I'm saying. Like because of because thing is like those characters are gonna be there regardless to me. No, but you need your stars to build other stars. No, I mean, because they're going to be there. Like, Conor's going to be a draw. Conor hasn't fought in two years. But in order to build another star, you need Conor to ha- to be in the ring with somebody who's lesser known. He's going to be, like, I'm saying he's going to get a draw. I'm saying, like, when you do that, you get people that actually have done, like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't be that mad at Kobe Covington, because what you're saying, he's doing this MAGA shit and pissing everybody off. But I'm like, him being good wasn't enough. Right. So it's like I can't. Get, so it's hard for me to even get mad at him for doing the MAGA shit because, like, he was a good fighter. Even after this, he's still one of the best fighters in the welterweight division. Yeah. So it's like, and like, and people like are are mad at him for what he's doing, but I'm just like, it's not really saying about him because people want to hate him. Like, hate us. We made him. We yeah. made him do that. Yeah. yeah because yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like with with the Connor stuff and Justin Gaethje, because like this dude, um, like the way he fights is like he he puts it all out there when he fights. Yeah. And it's like no one knows who he is, but I'm just like, and now and now because he's doing everything the right way in terms of like the arts and how to fight, he can't get the right fight that he's supposed to get because you know the, he he's not the popular draw. But even though he's risking his life, just like everyone else, was putting Bruce in just been a, too much was work. Who's been a big name before this fight? Was he? Was he? Um, he he he's a good name because he like beat um after after he wasn't a big name until he beat Tyron Woodley and got the belt. Okay, but is he a bigger name now after this Colby Colby? Absolutely. Fight? Okay, then there you go. I don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying is that like before the fight with the character, he wasn't really that known. He was known against he was known with guys like you who follow the sport and pay attention to it. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. But I'm saying like but I know who he is now. For I'm saying like but the guys who do the right thing and follow the sport, what is their reward? The reward is more money. No, I'm saying the, the guys. The, no, the guys who aren't doing the MAGA shit. No, the that's, guys who, that's who Usman is. Usman is that guy. He's the guy who played it the right way. He was a great fighter. He just happened, just so happened to get a fight with yeah. this character, right? No, now, he got a fight with Tyron Woodley and became the and, no, and got a dude, belt. That's not what I'm talking about. Who cares about the belt? I don't Be, care about the belt. The reason why that fight was big because he's fighting for the belt. Okay. No, the reason why the fight was big was because he was fighting a guy who's wearing a red hat. No, because yes, the, the red hat guy was fighting a guy for the belt. Otherwise, no, dude. I'm okay, you, who I'm did Kobe Covington fight before that? I don't know. Exactly, because he wasn't fighting for a belt. No, it's because I don't know that because I don't pay attention to the sport like you do. But what I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a casual fan, 
I did not know who Colby Covington. I knew who he was, but I didn't know his previous fight history. Okay. I knew sort of his history. I did not who know who Usman was. I know who he is now. So the next time he fights, it's gonna be it's gonna make a uh, a blip on my radar. I'm gonna be paying more attention to it. And for that, he's a bigger draw. So for that, he gets a bigger name. For that, he gets more opportunities. No, that's his reward for being in the cage with a character like Colby. Cole. No, I'm saying that what I'm saying is I don't know if, I don't know if, I think I think we're missing each other. What I'm saying is I think, I think maybe we're saying the same thing. No, I'm saying that like the people that deserve the belt or shots at the belt are people that have bit that that are. Doing the right thing for not doing the right things for sport, but just like being the best. At Here's the sport. what I'm saying to you right now: the belt does not make a star. You can have the belt and still not be make a wave with the casual fans. Right? Okay. What I'm saying is that like the fights that people pay attention to are the fights where you have the 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 people that make the most noise outside of the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be a champion in the UFC and maybe nobody really knows who you are. But if you have your antics outside of the ring and like you start making headlines elsewhere, maybe in the mainstream media, ESPN, whatever the fuck, that's when people start to pay attention to you. That's how the UFC works. I think it is how the UFC works. No, because the people, that's the thing. Like the reason why people want the belt so much in the UFC because it's not like wrestling. Like your life, like this isn't, like there's not predetermined. Like you go out there and your life is on the line. Like you can go out there, you could literally die, you could break a bone. Like, and that's not written. That can just happen. Like it, you go and you put it in work, and you go in, and then you go into the ring and you fight for that. So it's like the best should be should be able to be up for the belts. Yeah, no, I'm not, and saying, that's not what's happening here. Because I'm not saying about the uh, the best. Like, yeah, the best fighter is going to win the championship. I'm saying the people that move the needle may or may not be the champion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then we're done. What are you? <laughs> wait. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like. The people that move the needle may or may not be the champion. Most likely they aren't going to be. And that's the reason why they start moving the needle is because they want those championship opportunities. Like, you remember when Mickey Gall called out CM Punk and he was like, a, a, he had like, he had like no previous UFC experience, but he won that fight and he called out CM Punk and Dana White happened to see it. Yeah. Do you think he would have gotten that fight had he not cut that promo at the end of the, at the end of his fight? No, I think no, I think probably Mc- not. But, but look what happened to him after he he gets the fight who, with CM Punk. Okay, who was CM Punk fight then? What are you talking about? Because CM Punk was CM, CM Punk in the um, UFC was nobody. Yeah. Like no, but he was CM Punk. He was a massive underdog in that fight. Yeah, but massive. he was still CM Punk. So what do you mean? So it made Mickey Gall's career. No. Yeah, it did. It was a, that was a, that was a nothing win for him. No, it wasn't everything. No one, no one, no one, no one credits him for beating CM Punk. Like no, no, no one's no, like no, this no, is no, a great no, win no, for no, you. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he got that fight with CM Punk. Where's Mickey Gall now? What are you talking about? Where's he now? He's still fighting. He's not doing much though. Like it's not a big win for him. I'm saying Didn't like that's... he just win his last fight? Who do you fight? I don't know, Ed. I don't that's pay attention to the fights like that. But what I am saying is that I know who Mickey Gall is now because, yeah, because he fought he beat CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying, dude. He still has a he has a career in UFC. You're, now. No, because you're no you're a wrestler, you're a WWE guy. No, 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 no. Listen, that has nothing to do with it. I know who Mickey Gall is because I knew who CM Punk was fighting. CM Mickey Gall is not a champion. Mickey Gall fought CM Punk. He beat CM Punk, and he had a string of other fights after that. I know this because of what the draw of fighting CM Punk did. I know he has a winning record in, in UFC, dude. I know he's not no slouch. He's six and two. Okay. Um, his last fight was just canceled on December seventh. Yeah, see, 
But he's but what I'm saying is that like okay, you can have your champions. They may or may not be personalities, but you have your personalities who may not be champions, and they're still drawing people into watching UFC fights. And because of that, you're going to see other people fighting. You're going to be able to see the real fighters fighting that may or may not be you know the best talkers. They may not have the biggest personalities. They may be, uh, you know, people like John Jones or DC who are great at talking and are great fighters. They can do both things and they happen to be champions. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you bring people in with the celebrities, with the trash talkers, with the personalities, Mm -hmm. and the people find out that the sport is much more than just that and they can appreciate it and maybe they tune in for the next time. This is nothing new. This is promotion. This is fight promotion. Because like you said, this is a real fight. People go in there with their lives on the line. This could end in 30 seconds and it could go five rounds. If it ends in 30 seconds, you don't really get a chance to watch people perform at the high level. The only problem with the UFC is that sometimes those trash talkers get put over the actual people that deserve that fight. Well, then so be it. Mm. I don't agree with it either, but I if don't. it's gonna if it's gonna it, build it, a sport, it bugs me. Like and it, it bugs me that like as a person that watches it and that watches it for the sport, you, you're not getting the best fight. All right, we got to move on. Yeah. Um. Season three of Power. Your thoughts? I guess. Okay. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to give us like a, a rough summary of this of the season, but I guess we can pick up where we left off. I, where we are now, mm-hmm. and the beginning of the season was, um, Ghost had Ghost had like got rid of got Ghost is legit. He's like, call me Jamie. Mm-hmm. He's going clean. <laughs> he's like, call me Jamie. This lasts for not even the whole episode. Like at the end, at the end, he's at the end of the episode. It's like, yo, time to pick up his Ghost. It's like that didn't last very long. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Tommy is at odds with um with uh Ghost because uh he got he tried he he paid off Holly mm-hmm. to get rid of her in season two. She ended up coming back and tells uh uh a time about her getting paid off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Tommy and Ghost are at odds. And um also Tommy's still running the drug side and uh Felipe Lobos, the uh distributor, though their um connect is told Tommy to kill Ghost, mm-hmm. or he's going to kill Tommy and Holly, and then he kills their dog, like which is overkill, but whatever. He's really evil. He's evil. Whatever. Evil. Evil. Bad people do bad things. Um. So Holly finds out that um. Uh. That uh. That Tommy has to kill Ghost. Tommy. Tommy can't do it because he's conflicted. So Holly takes it upon herself to. Someone to kill goes for them, for them, like a real woman should, like a real woman, I guess, or just or a meddler, <laughs> or just a meddler. Either way, um, <laughs> you make me feel like so Tommy. Also, by the way, she's pregnant. She finds out that she's pregnant too. <gasps> Yeah, she finally she's pregnant by Tommy. Doesn't tell Tommy though because she's the worst. Yeah, I mean, because it, it's like you could just tell him that you're pregnant. That seems like the easy thing to do, right? Like, hey, I'm late. <clears throat> Something. <laughs> nope, I don't want to tell him because I suck. Because Tommy's Tommy's a psychopath, though. Tommy's a psychopath. Yeah, he is. Um, but he has a but he has a um a very large female following. 
I re- I learned this at that one to Essence Fest like years years back, mm-hmm. and like there are women actually chasing him. Oh, his kid. both of those dudes do. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were chasing him like down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they like uh, there's there's Tommy, Tommy, like mob. Yeah, of women. Yeah, <laughs> there was Todd. Yeah. yeah, so it's hot out there, man. So anyway, back to the story. So she finds out, and she's trying to she's trying to like have Jamaica's kill, um, Jamie or whatever, mm-hmm. because she wants to protect their their newborn, their 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 child on the way, right, and them, um. I guess they they fail, or whatever. Yeah, but Tommy finds out mm. that she did this, mm. and which well, so I don't get. Like she has like he has this um, female following because like he murders her with his bare hands, like he squeezes the life out of her. This woman well, that he says he loves. Well, Ed, I'll tell you why. It's because he choked her with the intent to kill, and you can tell that because he placed her his hand over her windpipe. <laughs> at the front of the neck right now most women when they like to get choked it comes at the side of the neck so you don't really block off any of the air but you do sort of cut off the circulation of blood to the head so you get the 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 sensation that you're going to pass out with the full intention of still being able to breathe right so that's probably why the women are chasing out the tummy i don't know that for certain but i can just say um they could speculate on that. Yeah. So. I knew that when she came back that she was going to die violently, though, because I'm like, she sucks too much to just be able to walk away. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's going to die violently. Yeah. Which could, I just guessed that because yeah. she's really terrible. Very few people made it from season one all the way up to season, what is it, six now? Season six? Yeah, very yeah, few she, people. No, she was terrible. Um, But she ended up uh, dying horribly. Well, I just I don't get why people like Tommy that much. Cause he kept he's the a, ring, though. He kept, yeah, he took it off her dead her for corpse wears it around his neck yeah just to remind her hey remember that chick got chucked out yeah remember that's remember the, the love of your life that you died yeah, yeah you did that that you would die for but then you would y'all you ironically killed yeah yeah stand up guy that tommy so all right so give me give me like i know you hate everybody on this show ed but there They're had to, all this terrible there had people to have been one redemptive character or storyline or moment that made you think, like, okay. Only person I like is probably Reyna. Oh. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, like, she's not going to make it because mm. she's too pure for this universe. It's like you can't belong here. Mm. It's kind of like when Jesus left. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here sucks. You got it. You can't. You can't. You can't be here, man. How does the season end? How does season end? Yeah. How does season three? Oh, Lloyd. We no, like we also find out that Kanan's alive. Oh, right. Yeah. Kanan's alive. alive. He's in and, what, DC somewhere. Yeah, he's yeah with his um dirty cop friend Jukebox. Jukebox. Well, I don't know that why she got that name though, but that's know. her name. I love how like every woman can't resist Fifty Cent's character. I mean, I love that. I no, but I love that because it's like oh, he has nothing. He has no say so in that. Yeah. He has to be the producer, but it's it, it, but his um. I mean, would you? If you produce your own television show? I want some realism in there. So, yeah, I probably would just because I want to make something that actually, I don't know, made sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't, like, I don't think anyone would be like jonesing after a man who probably smells like barbecue. Hey, now. Hey he now. was burnt. Hey, and man, like, that's, you know. Is it what? It's offensive. Okay. For to people to burn victims? You know, it's offensive to barbecue. <laughs> So she, yeah. So he, so I guess like jukebox is um 
nursing him back to health, but his hand is messed up because mm-hmm. he got his hand is burned. Because like I said before, he was in a fire. In a fire where accelerant was poured on his body. Right. And yeah. the place was lit to flame. Right. Yeah, somehow like, which he had to have just gotten up and ran for the door as soon as like Jamie left. Like he was been laying down on the floor. Is like, is he gone? Oh shit. And then running out the back door. Yeah, like, real quick. Yeah. You got to play possum for a minute and then you got to get up and get out yeah. of there. So Jukebox is saying that like, um, you know, you're like a, she's planning a job, like mm-hmm. a, a jewelry heist. And like, Kanan wants in and Jukebox is like, your hand ain't shit. You can't like you can't be in this job yet. And so Jukebox girl is also helping him get back to health or whatever, make sure he's okay. Right. So his hand's still injured. So you would think that like, so she's Jukebox is just like, you bitch, you bitch can't even you bitch can't even beat it. Like that's how bad your hand is. And so I'm thinking this is a joke, right? I think it's weird that this is the moment that you remember. Because it's so stupid. It's beyond stupid. Like, she's planning a heist, like an actual job. And she's like, I don't know if he's ready yet. Like, we're not going to go to a gun range. We're not going to, like, do some, like, rehab. What we're going to do is I want to see if he can actually whack it. And if he can whack it, then he's ready. And does he whack it, Ed? Apparently, he whacks it. And then she's like, okay, he's in. Like, no, gun raise, no testing your aim. Like, no, can he beat his shit? He did? Cool. Well, I don't know if you knew this or not, but your ability to jerk the penis is directly correlated to how well you can shoot. Did you know that? Shut the fuck up. No, I'm just saying. It's, it's, Shut up. Okay. All right. Don't. Fine. Don't. Okay. No. No, that's fine. No. no. Fine. Whatever. Continue. Yeah. So okay. So he so he masturbates, and the jukebox that that's enough like proof to say that she's ready. He's he's ready for the job, or whatever. And so he goes to the job, and he pulls it off. Apparently, she's right. Oh my God! He pulls it off. He pulled it off. He pulled the, his dick off. He pulled the job off. Oh, not his dick. Although, like, he's such a terrible person that I kind of wish he did. He would deserve it. A charred dick. Yeah. He would deserve it. So he um <laughs> it just looks like a piece of So they celebrate barbecue sausage. <laughs> so they celebrate in the strip club or whatever, and then it's um, got the snap on the skin. Jesus, really you doing just, this? Just bite into it. Just, just Why would you bite into it? What? Huh? What? Huh? You know it's the corner, huh? right? They can rewind you said that. Huh? What? Keep going. So he ends up. So Kenny ends up going back to. Man, what are you stopping for? I'm trying to gather myself <laughs> from all of your descriptions. Just keep going. Just to get another part that uh. How does it end? How does what the the season? How does end? the season end? Um. There's so many things that happen this season. Like, there's a part where um, Ghost and Tommy, two corner boys, um, end up like intercepting uh, FBI transport yeah. and taking on armed federal agents and stealing, like, a, stealing, <laughs> and, stealing <laughs> and kidnapping, um, and kidnapping the prisoner. Like, I mean, how? Do, superheroes, bro. They are superheroes. 
They're not just corner boys. They're members of Shield. They are. So they, they there's that part. Yeah. Um, there's a part where uh, also Greg Knox is, Greg Knox is in that part where he gets shot. Yeah. In that transport. Yeah. Um. But later in later in that season, he gets shot for real in his apartment, and the phone gets and a phone gets planted in his house that incriminates him as being a mole. But I'm like, he also got shot during a transport. Like, why would he just like how deep was he that he got shot during the whole thing that if he's in part is a part of it. Mm. No one asked that question. It's like, oh, he did it. Open and shut case. When his face said that, nah. Let's bring some crack on here. Let's get out of here. Yeah, it was it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched this season since it aired, so I don't remember any of this stuff. I just don't understand why no one told me how bad this show was. No one told me how bad it was. Like, no one warned me. I mean, we're going to get to that when we get to the season the series finale, I should say. Um, but, I mean, you know, <laughs> I tried to tell you. Did you? No. No one told me. <laughs> because that's the thing, like, I remember I was talking about Game of Thrones, and you would give me shit about that, about watching it. Why would I get, I'd never give you shit about Game you of talk, Thrones. You gave a shit about watching shows about dragons. No. Like, yeah, you did. No, I did not. You did. I just said, I've never seen it, and everyone's like, oh, you never seen it? And I'm like, no, I've never seen it. And they're like, no, oh, why don't you ever watch it? And I'm like, because I don't want to. And that that was the extent of it. I never gave a shit about anybody watching okay. it. Okay. All right. Never. Okay. Ever. It's, yeah, no, like, because this show is just, I think the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. is easier in that show because it's, like, not. Oh, it's very clearly. you can, like, even get connected thing to. So if like you have a flying dragon, it's like, oh, nothing this shit's real. Yeah. But here it's like, this is, you're in New York City. Like, this is actually tangible shit. All this is just stupid. Like none of it makes sense. Yeah. It's just, a, just wait till you get to the next season, bro. I'm going to start, I started season four a little bit already oh, yeah. too. Just wait, till you, wait till you get to that ending. <sighs> oh yeah. Like he brings us to the apartment with gloves on, mm-hmm. but he takes off his glove to put his hand listen, on the window. Man. Listen, listen, listen. It's like we found the bring prison. Why'd you have the gloves on? What? Listen, bro, this shit's so fucking dumb. Listen, man, it is so dumb. I can't account for that. I can't account for that. I can't. He had no. He had a glove on the entire time. The entire time he brings to the apartment, he's like looking for shit. <laughs> I don't have anything. He gets outside and then takes his glove for no reason and then drops something. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> That's the best y'all could do to get his fingerprints in there. The best you could do. I think it was supposed to be a plot point, and then it never was. Oh my! I was just like, okay, so that's gonna come up later. I'm sure. I think it. I don't think it does. It it definitely did. It came it came up at the end of the season. That's why they. Oh yeah, that's right. So how did it end, Ed? He got arrested in his club. Okay. By Angela. And now he's in jail. Now he's in jail. All right. Oh man. Looking forward to season four. (sighs) I'm just tired. I'm so tired. This show is so exhausting. Well, yeah, I'm, it's looking, so forward. Exhausting. I'm looking forward to seeing how you how you finish it. Um, I'm gonna miss Raina though. Whenever she dies. Do you have an education for this week? Oh yeah, um, my education is. I guess it's part. It's a two part thing because like, I start with the announcement that um, I know we bitch about my job. Like we bitch about our jobs a lot. Are you going public with this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We All bitch right. about our jobs a lot, and I realized that after Christmas, I'm just resigning. Fuck this shit. You're saying you're out. Yeah, I couldn't even be sick. 
I couldn't even be sick. I worked the entire week. Yeah, man. I couldn't even be sick. They didn't care. They didn't give a fuck. Did they get you anything for Christmas? Did they get you a little gift a gift ski? I don't give a fuck if they did. Oh, I'll they haven't given it, it to you them. yet. I'll probably get it back to them. Okay. And so what's your plan? What's your uh your backup plan? I don't have a plan. I'm just diving into the unknown. Jumping off the cliff and you're gonna build your wings on the way down, huh? Basically. I'm just planning how I'm a, what I'm gonna hit. Maybe look for a soft a soft pile of leaves or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um Basically, like when I did that, though, I called my family and I talked to everyone around me. And um, like I said, I thought like I, when I was working, I was just like, it's not just for me. It's everyone. Mm-hmm. But like when I talk to everyone, they're all worried about me. Yeah. So it's like you don't think about that kind of shit because it's like you're trying to save everyone. But the people that you're trying to help, they want to make sure that you're OK, too. Yeah. So like that was a cool thing because no one questioned like, you know, <laughs> If you stick it out, everyone that knew me knew that like I thought of every angle, and they then I know that like you just have to get out of there, and they're just making sure that I'm okay. You gave it a fair shot. I did. You gave it every opportunity to better and right the ship, yeah. and it just hasn't happened. It's and, not your spot. But uh, yeah, I talked to I talked to everybody in my family, my mom, my siblings, Amanda, and everybody was just like, you know, you didn't talk to me. You didn't ask me my opinion. You kind of just told me what you were going to do. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's fine. But it would have been nice if I had gotten a little bit of a say. Uh, you know, you do have a podcast that we need to do. So it's like, you know, whatever. But, you know, hey, it's your life, bro. I'm happy for you. It's fine. It's all good. That wasn't selfish at all. But, yeah, that's I mean, fine. I'm not really selfish. I'm looking out for you. I'm trying to make sure that your best interests are put at the front. But, yeah, I guess it's just selfish for me. Whatever. Fine. Sure. No, good. Great. I'm happy for you, dude. All right. Yeah, so. So Christmas. Hmm? The day after Christmas, or are you going to wait till New Year's? After Christmas. I'm gonna let them know. You can't even wait till New Year's, huh? Why would I? I don't know. Why would I go to New Year with that job? I don't know. Like, why would I go to New Year thinking that I'm going to be in that job? You're kind of inspiring me to do the same thing. I hope you know that right. I mean. I'm I not. don't have a plan either. And I am way less in a better, in, in a, way less in a. I don't know the right way to say it. I'm more broke than you. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Well, just let, I just say, I guess, to summarize, let me know that I, like, when I did that, told everyone to let me know that I wasn't alone. Mm. And I, even though I know that they're there, sometimes, like, you just have these moments to let you know that you're not alone. And I guess my education is that, like, no matter what situation that you're in, that's someone that got your back. Like, you just had to reach out and because they're there like someone got your back and that you're not alone I can't think of a better way to end the last podcast of the year than that beautiful wonderful I almost don't even want to say anything right now I should just start fading out the the, the outro right now um, but yeah there you go guys you're not alone we're here with you and we love you yeah. and we thank you for listening once again yeah um if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. Celebrate a holiday, any holiday, Happy Holidays. Yeah. If you have a problem with Happy Holidays, go fuck yourself. Yeah, for real. Um, follow us on Instagram at State Your Take. Follow us on Twitter at State Your Take, and follow our playlist, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron on Spotify. Thank you for listening. You do more for me than I do for you. 